podcast family. Welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. I'm Kanji. I'm Tara. And Tara and I are not only podcast co-hosts, we are also friends. But our friendship journey took us a while and we did something this last week Mm -hmm. for the first time ever in our friendship journey. That's right. I know, podcast family, are you kind of wondering what it could be? (laughs) You don't have to wonder for too long because we're going to share it with you. So if you've been listening to our podcast for the last four years, you know that Tara and I, our relationship started in a bar. That's right. <laughs> this is, this, I love it when you start it this way. Yes. St- yes, because people automatically think, oh, Kanji must have picked Tara up in a bar. <laughs> I love that you picked me up in right. a bar. <laughs> exactly. But it's the other way around. <laughs> That's <though>. right. <laughs> no. so, so those of you that know us know that Tara and I started our friendship at a bar, a cycle bar, a cycling studio. So about four and a half or five years ago. Mm -hmm. Tara was a student of mine and I was the instructor at a cycling studio. And pretty much regularly, Tara came to the 5.30 a.m. cycling class. Yes. But our friendship was kind of limited to the 5 a.m. interactions and like post-sweat. How you feeling? Five minutes. You good? Have a good day. (laughs) What's going on? Very quick. Yes. The cool down in the studio, right? But um, when we started this podcast a couple of years ago, we started having these conversations. Our conversations got to be about like our motherhood journey, our upbringing and all of these other things. And because our lives have been so busy um, coming out of the pandemic, we never really even hung out until the last couple of weeks. Not outside of recording the podcast. Right. Well, I, I see you at least once a week and we, you know, chit chat off and on air. But yes, we haven't like gone out and done something together. So for the very first time, Tara and I had a ladies night. Yes. And we podcast family are going to tell you all about it. Now, while we are going into this discussion of ladies night, you may hear some sounds in the background, but you also may not because our fantastic producer is able to kind of filter out some of the sounds. But just know that I am in the middle of a home remodel and you will hear about that in a few weeks when it is done. So Tara, you know the story. I do know the story. (laughs) It is the kitchen remodel that was supposed to be six weeks long Mm -hmm. and we are currently on week 10 Mm -hmm. but very close we've been very close for several (laughs) weeks Um, this time really though (laughs) one of the things that we decided to do because the cost of moving is so exorbitant so expensive we decided to kind of stay put and upgrade our 20-year house with the assistance of a fantastic interior designer who Fingers crossed, we will get to be a guest on this podcast in a few weeks and she can talk to our audience about um, how like trends and Mm -hmm. kind of how to freshen up your your home for 2023. So hoping that she will be a guest on this podcast. And fun fact, she was also a cycling student of mine. So many cycling students of yours. I kind of pull everything from my life from the same pool, right? (laughs) I love it. it. Um, So ladies night. Let's talk about what we did and kind of like why it's so important for moms and women in general yes. to have ladies night and, and kind of how your experience was hanging out with me outside of the podcast studio and outside of the cycling studio. So our ladies night was with Lizzo. Yes. <laughs> the best ladies night. Maybe top five of my life. Okay. So for those of you who um, have been listening to our podcast for a while, you know that Tara gifted me with Lizzo tickets for my birthday this yes. year. And the concert finally came around. Tara, tell me why Lizzo, like why she is such a wonderfully fabulous 
woman and why you thought those would be the appropriate tickets and concert for us to go to. Uh, Well, you and I both are big music fans. I think we've talked about that a lot. And that's one of the reasons I loved coming to your particular cycle class is that we also have very similar tastes in music. And we've talked about Lizzo for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Like We were talking about Lizzo while we were still cycling before the pandemic. So I knew that you were a fan as much as I am. And I personally love her. I just, it's so hard to put into words. Number one, she's extremely talented. She's a fantastic singer. She's a ta- you know, talented musician. She makes great music. So that just goes a long way. But I just love her, you know, empowerment um, story. I love the way that she lifts people up. I love the way her music lifts people up and is um, really I don't know if the word is, I don't want to say feel good because it feels like bigger than that. But like, I mean, we'll talk about it, but there are songs on her album that I will just cry through. Like she just makes me feel things. She just gets me my feelings. And so I just, I just love her. And so I knew I was going. And then when I looked at my list, I'm like, and I know Condi's going. So that was easy. That was an easy thing to pick. And you had um, other friends that joined us. And what I love about Ladies Night is it's an opportunity for, I think, what happens a lot of times is you'll have some women that know each other and yeah. some don't, but it's an opportunity to kind of expand that friendship circle. Right. And that's what happened that night. So your sister-in-law came. Yes, my sister-in-law came, my sister-in-law, Rachel, and then one of my friends from high school, one of my oldest friends, LaShonda, came with us. And you and Shonda had talked on the phone before, but y'all hadn't met. This was the first time you guys met. Right. You... I've been stalking her on social right. media right. for a couple of years. <laughs> That's right. And because you talked about her, I thought that I knew her. Uh-huh. So when I finally had a chance to meet her, it was like, oh, wait, I don't know this woman. She's, <laughs> she's going to think I'm wild. Right? She's going to run right up on her like, hey, what's going on? And just start jumping into things. We do that. Mm-hmm. So the four of us were going together on the same tickets. And then I had an extra pair that I'd given to another friend. So we got to have dinner with a few more people. It just turned into like this entire experience. This was super fun. Yeah. What surprised you the most about that night? Well, I wasn't surprised that everybody got along so well. Mm-hmm. We had a really great time. Everybody was enjoying themselves. I I guess I was really surprised that you and my sister-in-law hit it off so hardcore. Like, y'all had a whole conversation going all night nonstop, which made me laugh. Not because I didn't think y'all would get along, but it was just hilarious. Y'all shared your um, flight attendant background, and y'all got into that, and there was just a bunch of stories y'all were telling back and forth and that kind of made me laugh to see you guys connect so hard. Yeah, she is like 20 years younger than yes, me. Yes, she is. <laughs> so it was great. And and I think that that's one of the things that I love most about Ladies Night or connecting with people. It's because you get outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and you get outside of kind of like what you know and who you usually hang around with. And I would have never hung out with Rachel had she not been at that thing that night. But I also can't now imagine my life without having Rachel in it. Right. Cause right. I'm now I'm stalking her on That's social media. She goes, she's in my DMS. We're talking on Instagram. <laughs> I'm you know, like, okay. <laughs> and she's living a life. She's a flight attendant and I was a flight attendant yeah. 25 years ago. And so it's nice to kind of see and hear her experiences. Um, And like you mentioned, we all just got along. Yeah. And so it was good to get out and to be around women who were kind of getting out, enjoying it. And then we had the music of Lizzo. The experience. The the experience. The Lizzo. The Lizzo experience. Now, I wasn't sure what to expect. Like, I I didn't look at her set list before we got there. Mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of show up and just be present and be in the moment. 
And have for, you listened to her new album? I have okay. listened to her new okay. album. So, and we had our matching T-shirts. Correct, we did have our matching T-shirts. Next level, ladies' night. Yes. So, of <laughs> course, you don't have a ladies' night unless you wear the matching T-shirts. That's right. And Lizzo, for me, it's just she was and is, and that night was just about community mm-hmm. and positivity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We were at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, which fits 20,000 people. Yes. And it was sold out. Oh, it was and, top to bottom. <laughs> and it was 20,000 people really just smiling yes. and laughing and, and dancing. And it makes us kind of think like, this is how it should be yeah. all the time, right? I agree. I agree. I mean, there were times, and this is one of my favorite things when you go to a concert or a show with an artist that's so loved. Um, I mean, there were times where she just wouldn't even be talking and we'd be singing it loud enough that you could hear the entire song. Mm -hmm. I just love that. It's one of my favorite parts of concerts. And it was real at the Lizzo show. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't realize that she had plus size dancers. Yeah, I knew that. The big girls. Did you watch the show? I didn't watch the show. Oh, so it's on Amazon. Lizzo and the big girls. Okay. Where she actually did a reality show where she auditioned them and they won a part on her concert tour. It won Emmys. Oh, you got to go watch that, Kanji. It's so great. I don't have to watch it. I could be it. <laughs> so, Listen, the whole time I watched it, I'm like, I could be on this show. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, post-pandemic, I am a lot thicker and heavier than I was pre-pandemic. And when I was watching Lizzo and, you know, she had as, as a big black woman and she had a lot of women of color and, and black women who were her backup dancers, it made me maybe pause and just think a little bit and reflect about kind of like body image yeah. and, and, and kind of like what that means and what being someone who is fit is. And we looked at that concert and the way that the big girls were dancing, mm-hmm. the way that Lizzo was performing for two hours straight. Mm-hmm. And the fact that a week before that, there were comments made by Kanye West and, and other people about her size. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first time we've heard about right. her size, yes. right? So I wanted just to take a minute to kind of like talk about that and and what it meant kind of for you seeing like a big black woman on that stage on that platform. Yeah. I mean, I think that's always been part of the appeal for me with Lizzo. Cause I mean, I don't I'm gonna just say, Lizzo is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like drop dead gorgeous. And I'm, you know, I'm not gonna be one of those people that's like, I don't see her size. I get it, you know, I get it. But like I said, I watched that show with her and her dance team and then getting to see them perform. I don't know. It just makes me feel like I could do anything. Like I could mm-hmm. be anything because I'm the same. You know, I'm thicker. It's been a it's definitely been thick years these last few years. And I'm getting used to this sort of midlife body that's happening. And um, anytime I see her perform or anytime I see her with her team, I'm blown away by like the athleticism of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stamina they have. It's incredible. And um, I just love that there's like no shame. Right. Like they just put it out there. And the opposite of of a shame is just embracing who they are. It makes me wonder and reflect again on how many times we've heard about comments about women's bodies and, well, you know, she's really attractive for a big girl. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Or she's really attractive for an older woman. Yeah. And we start to qualify statements about women in particular. And in this season of my life, I've realized, you know, I'm not going to look like I was when I was a flight attendant 25 right. years ago. I'm yes. not going to have that body. I'm, my, I'm, I have wrinkles and I have dark spots and I look like a a 50 year old woman and I have stretch marks from having birthed a child. I think for me, I realized how many times I have 
self-rejected and taken myself out of situations because of my size, 100%. like because I'm uncomfortable with the way I look, mm -hmm. I don't take pictures like I used to. Mm -hmm. I haven't taken pictures on family vacations or I haven't dressed in certain outfits and going to the beach, right? Yes. And I'm curious and I would love our audience and our listeners and our podcast family to also maybe reflect like how often our self-criticism of the way that we look has hindered the things that we've done either in our motherhood journey or even with our friendship groups. Yeah. I I definitely shrink myself in ways due to like the way I think I look or the way I think I'm supposed to look is really what it is, right? It's not it's not really about what's happening. It's what I think is supposed to be happening. And since I'm not there, obviously I can't do certain things. I I do that a lot. I I'm similar to you. I haven't taken a lot of pictures the last few years. I really have to force myself to do it or, you know, I don't, it's hard to do the bathing suit thing out in public. That's hard. And, um, you know, there's been times when even just outside of like clothing or looks, there's been times where in meetings, like I'll, I try to sit a very specific way so that I don't look, you know what I mean? I just, I, I'm constantly thinking about how big I look sometimes. And so like even in meetings or like in business settings, I start to get in my mind about, you know, what people think, or I have these weird voices that are like, uh, oh, she'd be more successful if she was thinner. I have these weird, right. weird voices. Yeah. It's weird. But you're not alone with that, Tara. Right. You know, I think that I act and react differently when I'm having good hair days. Yes. When yes. I feel comfortable and yeah. confident in clothes, I look and I feel and I act more empowered. Yeah. So to be in a situation where, Lizzo was not only just being herself, but she was making sure that she was sharing like those affirmations mm -hmm. and even the lyrics of the songs mm -hmm. that she was singing um, mm -hmm. makes me question like, like, what is it that we're doing as a society and what is it we're doing to ourselves? And you've said this to me before, Tara, when I've said things negatively about myself, you've said to me, Kanji, don't talk about my friend like that. Right? <laughs> do you say that? Yes, <laughs> you say, I do. You say that a lot. And I, I, I always think about it when, when I talk to you or talk around you. There are things that I'll say to myself that self-talk that mm -hmm. I would never let my son Roman say to himself. Or right. I would never tolerate anybody saying about any of my friends. Yeah. But why would it then be okay for me to say it about me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just said that to Gage this week. He was saying something and he's like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. And I'm like, hey, no one's talking about my son like that. I'm not going to have it. And he was like, wait, what? He could, <laughs> but yeah, I know self-talk is tough. And, and what I think I love too about Lizzo is that she's not, she's not oblivious to it. And she'll just say, like she even came out like one or two songs in, it was like, guys, I've been having a lot of anxiety. I've been really anxious, but it helps me to be out here on this stage. You know, I have feelings too. I get down about it too. And you know, it'd be easy to like watch her and think, oh, well, to turn it against yourself. Like, oh, well, Lizzo never feels shame about her body or uncomfortable in her skin. So I shouldn't feel that way either. When I, That's not true. Like Lizzo will tell you, she'll be the first one to say, like, I have my days, I have my moments and I just try to talk to myself better and, and use more positive language. And And I think sometimes I struggle with that part. Like even feeling that way is something to be worried about or you know upset at myself about like okay i can't talk negative and then get mad because i talk <laughs> negative about myself you know it's like this two-edged sword yeah and and with 
Lizzo's lyrics. Yeah. There's so much positivity there. Yeah. That it just made it so that when listening to her sing, and also we'll talk about her instrumentality. Like she's yeah. a fantastic flautist. Who knew the word flautist before Lizzo even came <laughs> upon the scene? But let's talk about a little bit about some of her lyrics. Now we know uh, a few years ago when she came on the scene with her very first album, which was called what? I don't remember the first album. Um, Cause I love you. Yeah, cause mm-hmm. I love you. Cause I love you. With Truth Hurts and yeah. all of that. Remember, I did a Lizzo ride. Yes. I, yeah. So that was great. Yes. That was awesome. And then it was great material for that album. I think it was just like, oh wow, this is a woman that's talking about women's empowerment, yes. and being happy, and yes. all these other things. Yeah. With this new album, she starts talking about a lot about self-love, yes. self-care, mm-hmm. acknowledging that we're all coming out of the pandemic and about healing and, and being self-centered and being selfish in a good way. Yes. And I loved it. And I love that she sang every song on her new album. She's Yeah, she sang every song maybe that I've ever heard her sing. <laughs> and we, a couple Whitney Houston That's ones. right. And a couple, that's right. Because if we back it up, her actual first EP was Coconut Oil, which was a shorter one. Right. And, and you know some of those songs, but I think people think they're Because I Love You and Coconut Oil are the same album, but they're mm-hmm. actually two. And then she did Because I Love You. And she's got some older stuff if you really want to go back. Lizzo's been around a long time. When she sang Special, those lyrics... When I'm in my car, they get me in my feelings. And when she was singing them live to me, I literally, I don't, you will remember, I turned around <laughs> to you and Sean and I was like, I am about to cry my eyes out. She got me in my feelings on that song. Yeah. I just love it so much. Yeah. Um, because you are special, Tara. And you, with that experience and that night, gave me a, a night I will absolutely never forget. You know, and, and we think about how important like these special moments are yeah. right like i'll be hopefully 85 90 years old and special will come on or truth hurt to come on and i'll reflect back to this night of hanging out with you and shonda and rachel and those booty shorts <laughs> not gonna say anything more than that no I'm not gonna say who was wearing the booty shorts the youth, the youth is wasted on the young i gotta tell you that's so good. Yeah. Um, but the moment that I will probably always carry with me from that night is when uh, Lizzo brought the woman on stage to sing happy birthday yes. to her. And she brought a woman on stage and she sang happy birthday. And at the end of that, she turned to the woman and asked her, she's like, oh, give me your phone so we can take a picture of this moment. And the woman's like, I didn't have my phone. I'm just here in the moment. Loved it. That had me in tears yes. because I think we're raising kids right now in this culture where everything is being memorialized. Like even when we were at the concert, yeah. how many people had phones up the entire time? Recording the entire show. Yeah. Yeah. And most people around us are recording me singing, not Lizzo. Same, same. Sorry. I couldn't record because I was singing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so to have a situation where a person is consciously saying, you know, I'm not, I'm going to put my phone down. I'm not even going to bring my phone on stage because I just want to be in this moment here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how many times can I do that and translate that and have that be my life? Mm -hmm. Like just to say, this is the moment. The memory is where I'm, I am right now and I don't need anything more. Yeah. Me too. I catch myself sliding into like, oh, if I don't get a picture for Instagram, it doesn't count. But that that's just not true. It counts so much more when you're actually just in there with your friends. And I mean, I go to a lot of live music shows. I've seen some really big names. It's just one of the things I like to do. And that night, that concert specifically, just the concert is definitely in the top five. And that night is like top three. It's it's It was one of the best nights of it, for sure the last five years. Just coming out of a pandemic is exactly what I needed. Exactly yeah. what our souls needed. Yeah. And I was thinking about kind of, um, I had journaled a few years ago about 
ladies night or or time alone or self care. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I try to do and and I put this down in writing and I hope it comes across okay right now podcast family. I say to myself like once a month I take time for myself either 4 hours or something time for just for me away from my husband and son. Once every other month I tried to commit to a ladies night or time with my friends. And then once a quarter, try to commit to like a weekend. Mm -hmm. And then once a year, like a ladies night or a girls trip. So something like that kind of cadence and having that regularity makes it so that my soul gets refilled and replenished on a regular basis. Yes, I am a big girl gang proponent. I have a few of them. Sometimes I mix them up. Sometimes I keep them separate. But I do girls trips. I do girls nights. I do. I go out with my friends. Some of it's easy because my husband is not a big goer outer, so that's okay. But a lot of it is because I just feel so refreshed and like filled up whenever I spend time with my girls. Like I just get something out of that. And you know, just from being out with us, because like you've never been out with a group of my friends. We don't play like we're not just talking about like clothes and sh- I mean, we jump in and we get deep and we're talking about what's really going on with each other. And um, I have never walked away from one of those evenings or one of those experiences and not just felt like, oh, my God, OK, now I can go take on the rest of the world. It's right. just always felt like that for me. Right. And to know that there are other people kind of going through very oh. similar things or people who are going to love you in spite of or because of it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just yes. love on you. There is that unconditional love that for sure mm-hmm. is happening in those groups and with those people. Which is why I am a huge proponent of lunches with ladies, mm-hmm. ladies who lunch or finding an activity that you could do with your friends and, and making sure that you do that or and taking those ladies nights mm-hmm. and those trips. Mm-hmm. So we had Lizzo concert and then we followed up the next week. And because we waited almost five years to do a ladies night. So we were like, now we're going to do two back to back. Two in a row. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we have seen a lot of each other in the last month. We have. <laughs> we have. And then we followed Lizzo up with a concert six days later. Mm-hmm. We did a concert, same arena, not nearly as many fans. A little smaller crowd. <laughs> we bit smaller crowd. When we saw the R&B music experience with Monica, Tevin Campbell, Mm -hmm. Bobby Brown, and others. (laughs) We will say in others because each of those acts had, I think, 10 to 15 minutes. minutes. Yes, that's right. So they were able to perform two songs from the 90s. (laughs) And some of those acts only had two songs that we knew. So it worked out perfectly. We loved them. Don't get us wrong. (laughs) And I loved seeing glimpses and flashes of 18 or 16 year old Tara (laughs) right like I could see I could hear you singing the lyrics and kind of um, reverting back to the teenage Tara Uh Um, Uh I was shocked that you knew all of the lyrics these songs now I'm a little older than you so Uh I was you know I was grown and flown the coop by the time a lot of those some of those songs were out yeah Um, that may be right it was just good too because again at that concert I was sitting right behind you and I was (laughs) I was more entertained by you than some of the artists because you were just singing along with every single song friend I loved it. This is so just so you know, that's how it is in my car. Like it's 90. I can't. 90s R&B is my kryptonite. I lose my mind. I sing. I sing it at the top of my lungs and I'd forget that I'm a 40 something year old mother. I just forget. And I turn into somebody else. Yes, (laughs) Yes, you do. do. In the best way possible, in the best way possible. And so it was it was good because, again, we're on this 
podcast. We're under these headphones, listening, learning, laughing, but to be out in the real world mm-hmm. doing it together, it was um, it was a really special couple of weeks. So I'm glad that we had that opportunity to uh, to share those experiences together, T. Me too. I had, I had a lot of fun. We got to do that more often. We will. And we will bring um, some of those conversations again back here. And as we get ready to kind of wrap up this week, a couple of things I want our listeners to take away is even if it's not a ladies night, just make time and make space for whatever it is that fills your cup. And if it's not Lizzo, why not? (laughs) Please explain. (laughs) Please explain how it's not. (laughs) It's like, who is your favorite musical act of 2022? And why is it Lizzo? (laughs) That's so funny. We, uh, yes, I agree. We love having you here with us. We love talking to you about these experiences and just sharing what works for us. And we hope that it resonates for you too. Please make sure you're following us on all your listening platforms so you don't miss any episodes. Kanji teased a couple of things we've got coming up. We're going to have some really great guests over the next few weeks. So make sure you don't miss us. And come on over to us on Instagram at Black and White Momcast. Maybe we'll share some of our Lizzo pics there this week so you can see them. And maybe you just tell us, why you love Lizzo so much. And as Lizzo said, let us remember each and every day that you are special and never doubt that for a single second. You are doing just great in this motherhood journey or wherever you are and whatever journey you are on. With that being said, Tara and I are going to sign off this week. We will be back next week, same time, same place. Take really good care, podcast family. And we're out. And we're out. Broken, but damn, you still perfect. <laughs> now I'm going to sing it. <laughs> still if with you're us. you're looking for the sign, bitch, I mean, I was thinking, like, should we talk about, I was like, should we talk about how it's explicit? No. Nah. Okay. They know. We got go. There's grown women on this like, podcast. They know. We can't talk about Lotto, though. Oh, I was good. I was like, ah, she'll bring it up if she wants to talk. <laughs> we could have talked about how that family had to leave for Lotto. Oh, <laughs> That's like a little eight-year-old boy. I'm like, I was like, uh-oh, y'all didn't know what Lotto was bringing to the table. I was like, because not only did she bring it to the table, she had she flashed the words. She flashed the words as loud as big as in pink, in bright pink. I was like, oh, okay. Well, she does rap quickly. Some of the words you maybe couldn't make it out, but they put them up on the screen so you could see them. Uh oh, that was amazing. Oh my god! I was like, oh, oh, okay. That's what you. I was wondering what that song was called. (laughs) Funny, improperly spelled words and all. I know that was great. (laughs) She was so funny. She was good though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I knew at least four or five of those songs, and I'd heard the others. But she definitely performs well. She does. She's still young too. She's very young.